Welcome back to some podcast conversation. This is Father Mark, and as we are kind of jumping back in the waters of a daily podcast, we were lucky enough yesterday to start on an awesome day, the solemnity of St. Joseph, husband of Mary, knowing that as we're all dealing with coronavirus, that uh, kind of kicking off the podcast all over again on such a special day might offer a frame, you might say, for us to, to really celebrate God's presence in our life. Yesterday, as we were learning more about St. Joseph, we asked three questions. Remember those? Right? We asked, who is Joseph? Number two, we asked, what does it mean that he was a husband of Mary? And number three, um, this very particular moment in his life was he was leading Mary and Jesus in the flight to Egypt. What might we learn from that? And as we peered into that moment in his life, as he was leading Mary and Jesus into the flight of Egypt, we saw that he had to learn how to deal with his emotions. That's what we talked about yesterday. He also had to find God in the midst of the situation, and that's where we're going to go today. And Joseph had to let God lead him, and that's where we're going to go tomorrow. So let's kind of jump into some conversation today about finding God in the midst of where we are, because as a lot of us are just dealing with the reality of the coronavirus, a lot of us are trying to find God in the midst of our current situation. Three presumptions that we should make right off the bat if we're going to try to find God in the midst of our lives. And that is number one, God is already here. Number two, God wants to be found. And number three, God's taking the initiative to help us find him. Let me kind of unpack those three for us just real quick. We can make three presumptions as we're trying to find God in any situation in life. The first presumption that God is already here. And even though we can't see him and even though we can't hear him, it's important for us to remember that um, we're not on the same um, nature as God, right? God is God. We're, we're just human beings, right? And just because we can't see God or hear God because of our limited nature doesn't mean that God's not there. If God um, was not there, we would cease to exist, right? He's the one holding us in creation, the first presumption we can make and should make is that God is already here. Number two, because of who God is, God wants to be found. There is a desire in God to be actively involved in our life. And we're going to go there a lot tomorrow. But God wants to be found. He wants us to find him in our current situation. And that's our third thing. He wants to be found so much that he's taken the initiative to reveal himself to us. And sometimes I think we get a little frustrated because we can't see or hear him. And that's not because God isn't taking the initiative. Sometimes it's because we're not doing our part. So if we look at that, the presumptions are about what God is doing. There's three presumptions that reveal that God is doing something. There are also three things that we have to do, and that's the prerequisites. So there are three things that God is doing, and there are three things that we need to do if we're going to find God in our situation. So three prerequisites. And the first is that we have to put ourselves in a position to be found. So... If God is taking the initiative to reveal himself, if God is taking the initiative to reach out to us, we have to put ourselves in a position to be found by God. That means we have to make time for God. 
A lot of us uh, maybe struggle with time. Perhaps uh, we're always in front of a screen in every um, waking moment or every free moment. I think for a lot of us, it's easy for us to become overly obsessed or consumed with the latest Corona news update. But for some of us, maybe we just don't know what to do with the extra free time that we have these days because we're working from home or because the kids are home from school. For a lot of us, it's not that we don't have time. Maybe we do have time, but we don't know what to do with that. And so we can fill it up with extra things to do, you might say. We have to put ourselves in a position to be found, and that means making time for for prayer or making time for God. The second is we also have to put ourselves in a position to receive. So once we make the time, then it's important for us to give ourselves some time to settle down. Um, for a lot of us, if we're, we're looking to find God and to connect with God or maybe in, look to pray, I think for a lot of us, it just takes us a little while to actually slow our brains down. I can't tell you how many times when I start my prayer, I get distracted with this thought or I get distracted with that thought. It usually takes me about 15 minutes to actually get quiet. And I just offer that as a word of encouragement because I think for a lot of us who struggle with distraction whenever you try to get quiet, it's not that distractions are bad or you're doing anything wrong. It just means that we're so wound up sometimes and the pace that we live our life is so fast that sometimes we just don't give ourselves enough time to kind of slow down the locomotive. So the three things that we can do, three prerequisites, we have to put ourselves in a position to be found that's making time. Number two, we have to put ourselves in a position to receive, and that's actually slowing down and settling down. And then the third is you have to locate your heart or locate where you are, right? So if um, we're entering into prayer frustrated or we're entering into prayer tired or we're entering into prayer afraid, then we have to be honest with where we are as we begin our time of prayer or as we begin our time of conversation with God. Right? There's a, there's a reason, right, where, where most of us are struggling, and there's a reason why we want to find God in the midst of that. But we have to be honest and we have to name, you might say, where we need to find God the most. Three presumptions we can make. Right? God's already there. He wants to be found, and he's taking initiative to find you. Three prerequisites that we need to do. We have to put ourselves in a position to be found by making time. We have to put ourselves in a position to receive by kind of slowing down, settling down. And we have to locate our heart and be honest with where we are. Now, if we're going to find God in the midst of a situation I want to name three particular situations, finding God in the midst of fear, finding God in the midst of a change of lifestyle, and finding God in the midst of disappointment. I think those three things, especially with the coronavirus, are probably really prevalent today. So let's talk about finding God in the midst of fear. God is with you in the truth. I learned a long time ago that the antidote for fear is not uh, courage, but trust. Right? There's a reason that we are afraid, and usually that, um, that thought within us is what is generating the fear. So if you are afraid right now with all things coronavirus, then you want to track down your thoughts. What, what, what's the thought that is generating the fear? What, what are you afraid of, you might say? And I'm not quite sure about you, but I can only be honest with you about my life. 
Most of my fear are rooted in lies. There are things that I think that are either unrealistic or maybe blown out of proportion. And so if I'm going to find God with me in the fear, that often means I'm going to find God revealing a lie so that he can then tell me the truth. And that's why I said that if we're going to find God in the fear, we need to find God in the truth. So if you're looking for God in fear or in the places that you're afraid right now, just ask yourself, what are you afraid of? See if you can track down the thoughts that are generating the fear. Number two, if we're finding God in the, this, the change of lifestyle, right? Things are, are different for a lot of us, right? We have to sanitize everything these days or quarantine ourselves or uh, there's social distancing is the new thing that's trying to keep us safe, right? Then we're going to find God in the management of frustration because the answer is not, quote unquote, I, I wish this would all go away, right? Well, it, it's not just going to go away tomorrow. I think we're going to turn the corner. Things are going to get back to normal, but it's not going to happen tomorrow. And quote unquote, wishing this would all go away. Well, you're not going to find God in that, but we are going to find God in the midst of our frustration. We are going to find God in the midst of our, um, our irritation. We're going to find God in the midst of um, our resistance to right dealing with reality. And if we can just be honest with where we are and ask God to give us the grace to not get angry or God, ask God to give us the grace to be a little bit more patient or ask God to be with us as we, as we just have hope for the future, then I think we're going to find God in the midst of our change of lifestyle. So if we're going to find God as our lifestyle has changed, it's, it's not going to be God's going to kind of automatically, magically make our lifestyles go back to where they were. If you're going to find God in the midst of what has changed in your life, you're going to find him as you talk to him about that, as he helps you manage the emotions that are there. And thirdly, I want to talk about finding God in the midst of disappointment, because I think that's one of the emotions that a lot of us have, whether it's the disappointment of mass being canceled, or the disappointment of maybe losing your job, or the disappointment of uh, someone getting sick, or the, the disappointment of relationships being strained. I think it's important for us as we realize that a lot of us are dealing with some really like personal disappointments and, and things didn't go our way or it's difficult doing it all. It's important for us to, in an authentic relationship with God, just bring all that to the Lord. And I know that sometimes when I talk about prayer, I, for some of us, I think... Uh, we may feel like, oh, Father Mark, that just seems so mystical or, or kind of far off. Or for some of us who say our prayers, you might say, maybe what I'm, I'm talking about here doesn't match your experience. I, I, one of my favorite scripture passages comes from the book of Exodus where it says that Moses used to talk to God as one man talks to another. And if you ask me, that's really the heart of prayer is us just sharing our heart with God who wants to share his heart with us. And there's lots of things that we can do to pray. I've got lots of teachings out that on how to pray or Lexio Divina or things like that. But for me, if we're going to make it through this, especially if we're going to find God with us, especially if we're going to find God in disappointment, then we have to be in a, a back and forth reciprocal conversation with God. One of my favorite priests out there is Monsignor John Sippel, who has often reminded seminarians and priests whenever he teaches that prayer is a seesaw, not a swing. In other words, it only takes one person to swing, but it takes two people to seesaw. 
And prayer is not just us just kind of saying our prayers. That's an authentic, beautiful place of piety. But prayer, at least in its essence, is when we share our heart with a God who's already there and we listen to him sharing his heart with us. So if we're going to find God with us in the midst of disappointment, it's going to be in the conversation where he's in it with us and he's either stretching us or refining us or opening up a new way for us. But whatever it is, it's going to be found, I think, in the conversation of prayer. So yesterday we talked about uh, how St. Joseph needed to deal with his emotions. We gave you some examples there. Certainly St. Joseph had to find God in the midst of the situation, and I hope that today's conversation was helpful. Where we're going to go tomorrow as Joseph had to let God lead him, we're going to talk about what do we need in order for God to lead us. I'll give you a little sneak peek. We're going to talk about finding uh, ways to, to let God lead us in the little things. We're going to talk about a daily examination, which where we can hold ourselves accountable to that. And then we're going to talk about this, the importance of silence being the canvas upon which God paints his direction for us in our life. So that's where we're going tomorrow. I hope that uh, your Friday is filled with grace. I hope that uh, you're finding God with you in the midst of it all. Looking forward to being with you in our conversation tomorrow and until our conversation unfolds. God bless you.